Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm great, ready for a movie. How are you? I am always ready for a movie, as you well know. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm excited to continue to press onward into the new year with films you hopefully haven't seen. Okay, is that a clue? You're kind of dancing right now. Like I'm your just head e- is. I'm just excited. Like your head is grooving. <laughs> well, uh, I wish that were a hint, but no, I'm just grooving because uh, you know it's. It's winter outside, it's warm here by the hearth, and we are co- cozying up to watch a movie. So, do you know what we're watching this week? Not a clue. Not a clue? It's not Clue. That's a clue. You've seen Clue, right? I've seen Clue. I uh, love yeah, Clue. Tim awesome. Curry rocks. So great, so great. Okay, so um, this, I'm going to see if you can guess the title, okay? Okay. So, when you're really excited about an episode, and then it immediately stops, and there's a plot point hanging in the breeze. It's called a. When you're what? When you're excited. If you're about watching an a story, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, just as it's about oh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> have you seen this movie before? I think I have. Oh, have you? Yeah, I think I did. Man. Uh, but what's it about? Tell me about it. Okay. Um, Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm, is okay. in it. Yep. Yep. And all I know yeah. is there's like a moment where he drops someone. <laughs> Like he drops a beat or <laughs> Beastie Boys are Beastie known to Boys. drop a beat. That's true. But but Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. it like haunts him or something. It's like a Okay. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. No, tell I'm gonna press you for more oh, if you've yeah. seen this. Um What else? It's it's called Cliffhanger. So what's it about? What's the plot? I think it's like like mountain climbing people who try, okay. like have to go in and like help people. And I'm guessing this is me guessing. I'm listening. This is not me yeah. saying that I know it. Okay, mountain um, climbing people. Like, where do you think they are are located if they're mountain climbers? Uh, and I don't mean in the mountains. I mean yeah. like what country? Like, oh, I mean I think it's in the U.S. Is it okay? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking about <laughs> mountains. There's mountains all over the world. We've already exhausted any knowledge I may have of this movie. So the mountain climber people, you think he drops someone yeah. at some point. Yeah. Do, what do you think? And it haunts him. Okay. So you think it's just a movie about him being haunted the entire movie? or do you No, think- no, no, no. Okay. There's other things going on. I don't remember anything else. Do you remember any of the other actors in this film? No. No? No, not at all. Good. Well, that's the saving grace that I'll that I'll take with me into this. Okay. Uh, so what are two things that you're excited, well, a few things you're excited about with this? Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So I, when I watched it, like, mm-hmm. it was like, I think I was in high school and it was with my friend in her basement. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I rewatch a movie that I watched in that, yeah. like, um, situation is wonderful because it's like, it's like. I don't know. It's nostalgic for me. That's how I feel with pretty much every single movie I show you. Makes so. me want to drink pop again. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always had pop. Translation for people who don't live in the Midwest, that's soda. Soda. Yeah. Soda pop. Soda pop. Which uh, I don't drink anymore, but I used to. Yes. Is there anything you're dreading about this movie? Um, 
I don't remember if I liked it or not, to oh. be honest. No, that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. Give me your poster and tagline, then we can go jump into it. Okay. Um, um, it's, it's a, it, it shows someone like kind of, you know, mountain climbing. Okay. And I'm picturing Lederhosen whenever you say that, by the way. <laughs> You know the out, the traditional German outfits. No, that's what I picture. Like, like uh, yodel like, <laughs> yodel That reminds me of the mountain climber Price is Right game. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's my favorite that's one of all one. time. That's I love that one. song. The goat, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie poster. <laughs> What's your movie poster for Cliffhanger? There's no Lederhosen, even if that is the There's right none? word. Okay. I've never been convinced that's the well, right word. That word's ridiculous. That's the word that's in my mind for it. Um. <laughs> can't say anything now no (laughs) i'm lost okay Okay, so yeah it's like showing like you know a mountain climber or two okay really muscular sure you know and they're like gripping the rocks okay but this is kind of like panned out okay um and then it's gonna say oh gosh um i'm trying to do better taglines oh that i love it it's not working so far (laughs) it's not working so far is that the tagline (laughs) for cliffhanger um they had to <laughs> they had to what i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they had to work as a team okay but he wanted to go alone oh so that's kind of my new thing i want to have there's like two lines uh-huh, to a tagline at uh-huh. least it's a and they contradict each other yeah yeah, yeah yeah got it or add more information so All that's right. that's it that's my well, let's go check it out. Unless we don't check it out, I want to. I want to climb up this. You want to climb mountain of a movie with you? Let's <laughs> let's do it. And hopefully, I don't drop you. Let's go check it out. Woo, okay. Please, please, I don't want to die. You're not gonna die. Don't let me fall. <laughs> Matheson has been transferred from the Denver office to Frisco, and as a professional courtesy between offices, I was asked if he could hitch a ride. Got plenty of room. Be glad to accommodate you. Bruce got an emergency call. Five climbers just ran off calm left. I haven't climbed in months. You just lose the feel. Maybe you mean the nerve. Where's the helicopter? What the hell's going on? What are your names? Tucker and Walker. Well, Tucker and Walker, we're missing three bags. What's in them? None of your fucking business! Fudge! Where is the money? (sighs) Well. That was Cliffhanger. That was Cliffhanger. I really liked it the second time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow, I uh, I just resisted the urge to do my Sylvester Stallone impersonation, but it's probably going to come out. I'm going to hold it back as long as I can, but it's gonna feel. I'm going to feel it pulling on my hand. It's full weight, and then my glove slipping at some point during this talk, and it's just going to come out. Okay, thank you for the warning. No problem. So, why did you pick this movie? I picked this movie because, A, we kind of had a heavy emotional movie before this one, No Enemy Mine. Yeah. And <laughs> I winter is finally here, and it was much delayed this year. And I thought it would be cool to see some 
crazy action movie in a winter scape. Right. It's all in the snow. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate that a lot. And mm-hmm. it was gorgeous. This was a gorgeous movie. Oh, yeah. The cinematography so... is very sweeping. Yeah. Yeah. The um the trailer that I played with this podcast is actually not the actual theatrical trailer. The actual theatrical trailer just has classical music playing. And so it was like giving you, I can only imagine watching this in a theater and you see it coming like, oh, it's just a lone film. And then it's like all classical music. And then you see all the action of what he's doing. It's like a weird, like nutcracker vibes, you know, like huh. it's like a ballet of action is kind of the vibe I got, but wouldn't really work for the podcast. So I found this one, which was probably just a redub or something. Okay. I kind of want to watch that. I know. And that would be beautiful to it be is. seeing those scenes. Yes. They're panoramic. Yes. Gorgeous mountains. Not American mountains. Correct. They were not they were not made in America. <laughs> Italian Alps, I think they were. They were made in Pangea. Oh my uh, gosh. They were yeah. so gorgeous. Yeah. They were very beautiful. Um yeah, so the cover or the movie poster that I described. Yeah. I was way off. I could not remember <laughs> like the plot or like why they would be climbing. Mm-hmm. I but I was right on like him dropping the the grip and the girl falling yeah yeah, yeah totally and that first scene that's well, like stuck in my head that's when you see that kind of scene for the first time oh, well yeah it's it leaves a mark right it's all over it's it's in all the trailers sound and no sound mm-hmm. and it's in on the poster and yeah like this also too the movie poster for this one also called on some conventions there's like a rich tradition in hollywood of taking a movie poster and having a commission of an artist who actually like draws it, you know? Yeah. And paint or paints it. Star Wars famously does stuff like this. Um, this one, I would never have suspected this would have been a film that had a poster like that. And yet it does. So, really? Yes. And so do you have it up? Can I yeah, see it? Yeah, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> that was loud. Okay. Sorry. Um, whoa. So it's like a picture. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things going on in this picture. There's like at the bottom of it, it's a mountainscape. Mm-hmm. And then, but for in the, in like the, the biggest piece of it is like a shoulders up shot of Stallone just for- looking at you. Don't forget the star of this film, which is his right biceps vein. <laughs> it's like right there. It is right there. So all you can do is look at his shoulder and his armpit. It is ready for action. <laughs> yes. It's like in, in the woman he's holding is going to fall into his bicep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then. Like above that, or like in the foreground, yeah. right, is yeah. like the the scene of it, he's yeah. on a in a on a harness and he's yeah. holding on to a woman. So, um, what's the tagline? The tagline: the height of adventure. <laughs> I need to start working more puns into my taglines. Oh, I, I just love puns so much. I do too. That's a great one. I I dare say that's the best. Like pun tagline of the entire podcast so far that we've seen oh i would like the i don't think most of them are puns uh, to start is this so is this the height and pinnacle of taglines (laughs) i think it is i think it is pun intended Uh, no i'm getting lost of that yeah um wow so (laughs) wait whoa what's this movie about melissa (laughs) (laughs) it is about um some some rangers that work in the in the mountains and um, in the beginning, they're trying, they're doing a rescue. And um, one of the mountain rangers played by Michael Rooker. Yeah. A young Michael Rooker. Holy cow. Watch out. Well, <laughs> compared to what you're used to. Yes. I think he was in his like 40s, but sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> 40 years young. Maybe like a younger. 30s. Yeah. A younger Rooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just love his name. Yeah, Michael Rooker's weird. Yeah. Um, so they're rescuing his him and his girlfriend who are at the top of this peak, and she's not a really good climber. And like it's windy, they've got the helicopter, they've got this line going yeah. across. And Rooker gets across to the helicopter, and then it's the girlfriend's turn. Mm-hmm. And as she gets like in the middle. And she's suspended from this wire above, I don't know. It's 4,000 feet. Okay, thank you. Um, Her straps begin to give way. And all of a sudden, she's just hanging on by like a belt buckle. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. And so the only thing Stallone can do is go out, grab her hand, and try to save her. And somehow bring her in. But it doesn't happen. She, Her grip, she loses her grip. And she falls to her death. I mean, oh in, my gosh, it's in, so terrible. In Stallone's defense, he made it out there and he he grabbed her. So he did. The bicep yeah. did its job. <laughs> it was the wrist bones and fingers that I think failed in this instance. Well, also, like if you think about hanging, like you're suspended by one hand, right? Yeah. The so woman, your other yeah. hand is like low. Yeah. And think about trying to like get the energy to like bring that up yeah, and yeah, grab yeah. a Stallone bicep. Yeah. And grip it. Yeah. Like that would be so hard to do. I- I think you underestimate the power of Stallone's <laughs> biceps, but I digress. So anyway, Stallone goes away and for a year because he's just racked with mm-hmm. guilt and this whole traumatic experience. Yeah. He comes back a year later and um, he's trying to like get his girlfriend back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you left, dude. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> that'd be a great T-shirt. No, you left, dude. <laughs> like we're all, we're all feeling terrible. Uh. Um so meanwhile, <laughs> there's this... I just fought off another Stallone moment. I'm holding on. Keep going. Okay. Um, so, there's this big heist yeah. that's happening. No yeah. one knows about it. Um, there's like this government issue money or something. Treasury Department, I think. It's high. It's like thousand dollar bills. Right. And um, there's a plane like bringing it across the mountains. And then the bad guys led by John Lithgow. Holy cow, forgot he was in this. Totally forgot. I was I, so happy to that, see his name. It's actually part of the reason I showed this too, because I know how much you love John Lithgow. He's the best. Yeah. Even when he's bad, he's so good. He's wonderful. Um, so they do this crazy mid-air plane heist where they um they they like hook a wire again, these wires yeah. to the plane, and then they like reel the um the suitcases full of money down to the plane, but it it all goes wrong and they get dropped into the mountains. Shockingly, it goes wrong, right? <laughs> the plane crashes and then Rooker um, is called to go in and like rescue these people mm-hmm. who are pretending to be normal people. Totally not evil. Totally not evil. <laughs> not doing anything wrong in the mountains here. Just like, come help us out. Just come help us out. <laughs> we need insulin. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so Stallone goes with him to try to like mend their relationship. And I don't know if that's the reason he goes. I might disagree with you there. Maybe try to mend his relationship with his girl. Yeah, she kind of heavily guilt-tripped him into it, I think. That's <laughs> what I remember, at least. And, you know, he has this thing called a conscience, I guess. So he's like, I got to help these people. Right, totally. Yeah. yeah. So thus, he get he, they go in, they get to the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, they really are bad guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, now you're with us. You're going to do what we say and help us find these boxes. Yeah. Um. 
And so ensues. The hunt for like, Cleveland, President Cleveland commences. <laughs> which we had to look up because we didn't know yeah. who was on the $1,000 Garf- bill. I think I said Garfield originally when I was just doing it from memory, but yeah. 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 So Stallone escapes and he starts like kind of going after the money on his own. In a t-shirt. In a t-shirt. <laughs> escapes in a t-shirt. <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, the whole thing is like them trying to get the money. Yeah. Stallone trying to prevent them from getting the money. Yeah. Rookers with the bad guys. The girlfriend comes in and helps. And like at the end of it, um, you know, the good guys win. And there's lots mouse. of explosions. Do they win? Does anybody ever win when it comes to mountain climbing? Um, yeah, they, they were at the, the oh, you're right. they top of the mountain. They did win. They were at the Not top. only did That's they true. win, they had a great view doing it. Oh, the ending, though. Like, the yes, it's the three heroes who are there, and then the police are there, and they're like, hey, how you doing down there? They're like, we're good. They're like, great, we'll send someone to come get you. And then they <laughs> no fly- room in our helicopter, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and they fly away. Like, if the bad guys were there, what were they going to do? Were they going to, like, land or try to shoot them or something? What was their course of action? I was trying to give, like, a little allowance and say it's just the weight limit for the helicopter. <laughs> they, they can't exceed weight limit. It wasn't a Jurassic Park helicopter where you can fit a whole group of people in it. Yeah. It was, you know. Uh, no. And the second they saw Stallone's biceps, they're like, we're not. That's the weight <laughs> that's limit like right there. That's like two men. That's like two men. I can't <laughs> fit that. No. Oh, wow. I wish uh, Rooker had his little whistle stick, his whistle thing, so he could be Mary Poppins, y'all, and and just go down the mountain like that. (laughs) That'd be great. The movie would have gone so differently if Rooker was actually Yondu. (laughs) I kind of want to see that movie with Yondu in it. That would be amazing. A mashup to have. He, I mean, his character has a lot of attitude and he has, he's gruff. It's kind of Rooker's thing. So that would be great. We know this was Rooker in a different role for him. He wasn't so much gruff. He was just like steady, competent mountain guy. He yeah. was like a ranger. He was like a, like, you know, when you go camping and like uh-huh. the rangers like let you into yeah. the park yeah, yeah. and they're like, you're like, man, you're a cool person. I bet you'd be fun at a barbecue. You'd be easy <laughs> to talk to. He yeah. just kind of gives that vibe. He totally did. He totally had a chip on his shoulder though when it came to Stallone. Well, you yeah. know, that was the whole, that was kind of his arc, you know, Some to try and work there. through it. Yeah. So I was kind of like calling on that. He was kind of gruff when it came to that. And he was also in a situation where you probably are going to be gruff. There's literally terrorists or, you know, bad guys who are trying to kill you and asking you to do things you really don't want to do. Oh, well, he has a bum knee, I think. No, that was in the beginning. Never mind. It We're was life or death. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned in the beginning there, like one of the stunts they did was the rope thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Between talk. the planes. Between in the planes. Mid-air. In midair. It's like they sent out this rope from one plane to the other. Yeah. And one man, he he put something on it that he could hold on to and just yeah. like a zip line. Yeah. He zip lined between yeah. two planes. It was supposed to be the last guy off the plane after they got the money over. Mm-hmm. And he goes across between the two planes and it's illegal in Europe to film a shot like that without a parachute or something safe like for them to do. But it's legal in the US, at least it was. So they performed that stunt and it's the most expensive stunt in the Guinness Book of World Records, million dollars. Whoa. And like, they were not gonna do it because of the cost, you know, the cost that was there. And mm-hmm. Stallone was like, you could just take it on my salary. There and it is, there, there it is. No! <laughs> I, I lost it. Anyway. Oh, it's just going to come out stronger later. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so million dollars from his salary. Boom. 
this stunt exists. It's just crazy. That's why this movie is awesome. It's because yeah. there's stunts like that one mm-hmm. and other ones that literally take your breath away. Yeah. Like you cannot believe this is happening. And you're, yeah. you're like, your analytical brain is like, how do they do this? How do they yeah. do this? And now we're finding out that they did it just by doing it. They just did it. There, there was nothing special there. There was nothing under that man. Yeah. Except trees yeah. and a rocky ground. Yes. That's Rock. insane. A and very I love it. Terrifying trip to a brief death. That, yes. Would you for a million dollars? Million dollars. Would you zip line between two planes with nothing to catch you? How good is the zip line? <laughs> it's like the one we have in our backyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That one has a seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A million dollars. Wow. <sighs> probably not. I want to say maybe, but if I'm being honest, probably not. If I was a stunt person. Oh, yeah. Then stunt yes. Person, yes. Sure, but as a normal person. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know if I would do half of the mountain climbing scenes in that film for a million dollars. Like in the opening shot when Stallone is like climbing up to get Rooker. You see him at one point where he's like at the very bottom of like a, an edge. So he's just like it's like it's almost like a ceiling. He's under the overhang. Yes. Overhang. Yeah. yeah. And he's holding on by one arm. And you're like, what? I don't think I would do that. Like, yeah, that's just wild. That's why this movie is awesome. Though. It's great. It There's a lot of moments like that where you feel that uh, your lizard brain just crawls. It's just like danger, danger. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I felt that there's a point later on in the movie where um, Stallone, he he's under a bridge mm-hmm. and um, he oh, the, reaches up and yeah, grabs the feet yeah. of this guy. And it's so unexpected and great. Yeah. And then he like falls into the ice below. And mm-hmm. for me, anytime, anytime you're in freezing conditions and you get in water, this is my Girl Scout training. Yes. You're, you're done for. You're just dead. That's you. It is impossible to come back. Yes. From a plunge into the water. Yes. But Stallone did. Obviously, you're not taking into account the extra oxygen in the biceps. It must keep you warm. Keeps you warm. All that muscle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. especially that vein. <laughs> that vein's got a lot of oxygen. <laughs> and it just pumps that blood through the body. It's like having a second heart. Back to the scene from the airplane. Yeah. Um, there was just like a whole thing in the news. Um, one a, a flight, like something yeah. fell off the plane. A, a Boeing. The Boeing 737. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Literally just the the... the the fuselage just opened. Right. Yeah. Right. I was thinking of that when we were watching the, the airplane scene. Whoa. Because there's a part where they push a button and this whole piece comes off. Mm-hmm. And I think I said to you, like, why does that button exist? Yeah. That is. Yes. That should not be there. You should not be able to take that piece off in yeah. flight. Yeah. Agree. And uh, you should not. None of the pieces should fall off in flight. I'm a firm <laughs> proponent of that. That that is not. Uh, I do not enjoy that aspect of planes. You don't want to Flintstone it. Just I, have your feet out. No, <laughs> or wing. Put your arms out and have to flap your arms. I do not want to have to do that either. Uh, another thing I thought was pretty funny about this movie uh, was the bunny. A, it's so impossible. Like. I see rabbits on a regular basis. I see animals go after rabbits in real life, like how fast a rabbit is. Yeah, for and sure. They, they totally, this gets me into the, I want to talk about the most unrealistic parts of this movie. Okay. Okay. Everything we've talked about so far has been realistic. Human beings did it, right? Yeah. Some A human being went between two planes. Um, they did this like sheer cliff climbing stuff. That is possible. A human being capturing a wild rabbit with his bare hands and then putting a tracking device on it without any other help. 
That's my point. No dart gun, no <laughs> snares, no nothing. He doesn't have time for that. That's impossible. <laughs> and that was like the most unrealistic, one of the most unrealistic parts of the movie for me. So I think that the extra muscles oh, make him faster. Like it's like a <laughs> a blur of motion. Yeah. Faster yeah, yeah. than like your eye can yeah. see. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It's I'm like right. No, no. I mean, that's, I've read comic books actually where it's like you're, your aliens develop in different gravities so their muscles are stronger and the muscles being stronger makes them be able to go faster etc so that's <laughs> that, that tracks that logic tracks that bunny though when they did a a lot of times they'll do a pre-screening just to do audience testing yeah that bunny originally they had shot it where the bunny got shot killed and the audience was so upset by it that stallone was like all right, I'll pay for it. We're reshooting that scene without the buddy dying. He paid like a hundred grand. <laughs> he put a lot of money into this he film. He sure did. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was one of the producers too. So oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, the director of this film, mm -hmm. he okay. So there was like two characters um, throughout the movie that were just happened to be in the mountains at the same time, and yeah. they were like we would just call them like surfer dude kind of guys, yeah. like just you know out for the fun of it. Oh yeah, long yeah. hair, kind of yeah. hippie-ish, totally awesome. Mm -hmm. The director looks like one of those guys. He totally does. He looks like the one that got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's. I love it when. Uh, I wonder if that was an homage, an intentional thing or not. I like, wonder. Yeah, Stallone was one of the writers too of this movie. Really? Yeah, he was. He worked and developed the script. Um, man, that bunny though. That's that's an expensive bunny right there. Anywho, other parts of it, the movie you thought were unrealistic? Oh, I only want to gush. Um, <laughs> I already said the airplane thing was unrealistic. I mean, a lot of the climbing okay. seems unrealistic, but I know it's not. Okay. Um, but I have a feeling you have a couple more. Um, I mean, always like the, the go-to in action movies where you immediately have to suspend disbelief is like ammunition. <laughs> like they're just walking around with so much ammunition that they can just shoot all this this entire time. One of them had a grenade launcher. There was a man firing an Uzi <laughs> on an, a pressurized airplane. You know what? When I'm watching a movie, all that registers is gun. Yeah, I'm not thinking like that at uh, all. Yeah. it's just it's just weapon yeah. to me. Yeah, when they're the, when they like undercover FBI agent or whatever like pops up on the plane before the heist starts and. He thinks it's a thing and he starts shooting and everything. It's right. just like, wow. Okay. All right. We're in an action movie. Do Alternate you, reality. Last action hero. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other ones that you want to say? Um, I think it was unrealistic that John Lithgow's character was, he, hmm, he didn't, he wasn't evil enough. And that sounds really weird wow, to say. Yeah. But if you've ever seen John Lithgow act as a bad guy in various movies, he was evil, but I mean, come on, he could be a bit more evil. He was like, I would say on a scale of one to 10 evilness, hmm. John Lithgow was at like a solid 7.2. I think because his greed, what it was greed that fueled his mm, evilness, because true. I don't think he was actually evil as a like to his core. Yeah, I think it was greed. That's a fair point. I, I was going to say one of. One another scene that I remembered as we were watching mm -hmm. it that had left an impression yeah. was towards the end. There was one woman on the team mm -hmm. and her and Lithgow kind of had a thing. It sort of seemed. Yes. They were friendly. Yes. And then there's this part where John Lithgow's kind of like nuzzling her cheek mm -hmm. and 
Um, oh. he, yes. <laughs> he wants what's happening. I think they're, they're on the mountain. There's, oh, oh the, she uh, flies the helicopter. She's the only person who can fly the helicopter. Right. So right. You think. Yeah. And the FBI guy, who's kind of like their inside man for yeah, getting the money, yeah. mm-hmm. who has like the tracker, he's mm-hmm. like kind of saying, no, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to be a team player. I'm done. But Lithgow's like, you're in it. We're doing this. Yeah. Um, and so he, he shoots her and he's like, he's nuzzling her cheek and he's like, do you know what's important in a relationship or something? And yeah. she's totally under his spell. Yes. And then he says sacrifice. Yes. And you didn't know it, but he was holding a gun to her back. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that is so traumatic. Yeah. And that that was evil. Yes. That was evil. You're right. Yeah. Okay, fine. He gets a solid 7.9. Well, that's why I say it's greed because he did that because he wanted something. Like yeah, what he true. wanted was more mm-hmm. important than his and lady. I can't even imagine like I fired handguns before. I can't like the way, the positioning of that. The gun would have been so close to you, and it would have been so loud. Again, action movie stuff. Right, right. Um, the the technology around the tracking was fairly unrealistic as well. Now that I can agree with, especially at that time. Yeah. Right? Did that exist back then? Uh, I'm sure something like it existed, but when there were moments where they're like, "All right, we don't need the guides anymore. I can see that the the package is four thousand feet away." And it's like, it's on a mountain, which is 3D. <laughs> like there could be paths and trails and different things, outcroppings. So yeah, it was kind of hokey, but. Do you feel better? I feel a little better. Thank you. Okay, good. Um, is there anything, any other scenes you want to talk about that we didn't hit so far? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> oh man. Um, Janine, the female lead, yeah. the ranger mm-hmm. from Northern Exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She's awesome too. That made me think of an unrealistic thing. Oh, oh, go on. Her house. Her house is too perfect. She lives in this amazing house (laughs) and her boyfriend up and leaves and she doesn't get rid of his stuff because he's back there like picking it up and stuff. So that felt pretty unrealistic. Uh, She's kind of busy. She's kind of busy. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. She she was really cool though. Yeah, she was. Really liked her. Um, You asked about scenes that I liked though. Mm -hmm. Um, Go on. What about you? Uh, now I'm just thinking in context for you, like you couldn't stop gushing over the furniture in her house. <laughs> I like the, I mean, obviously the opener seems good. I like, oh, I like when he's running around kind of gorilla style. Mm-hmm. And my favorite kill of the movie uh, is when he he's fighting, sorry, he's fighting the guy. Uh, in the cave, he's fighting Leon in the cave. Yeah. And Leon is kind of like kicking Sly's butt. He's the guy, he's doing like ninja kicks and he's doing all this crazy stuff. Right. And then Sly like just ends up picking him up with the biceps <laughs> and just goes straight up and yes. impales him on a, those are stalagmites, right? Sure. Uh, the, the the rock outcroppings, you know, they're, they're, they're pointy. Hanging down from the ceiling. Yes, yes, yes. I prefer to call it cave teeth. Cave teeth. Yes. He, he impales him on a cave tooth. Yes. Yes. Actually, the whole cave scene is great. That's when we... We kind of see Stallone getting really beat up. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like starting to worry about him. Up mm-hmm. until that point, he was like nothing touched him. He was yeah. awesome. I mean, uh, except for hypothermia. <laughs> Even that didn't that touch didn't him. That didn't bother him at all. He just put on a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked how they, um, he ran into his girlfriend in that one, I don't know, there was like a little museum supply house mm-hmm. in the mountains. Yeah. And just that that location alone was super cool. And they, mm. that's where he got his sweatshirt. 
Nice. Yeah, I loved that. So if you had to be a ranger at any any like location, oh. where would you want to be a ranger? Wow. Like five different places popped into my head. Okay. Um, maybe the Grand Canyon. Okay. That's that gets pretty hot though, so I'm not sure about that. <laughs> um, but you can ride horses there, so that's cool. True. Um, maybe like pictured rocks too. That place was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then I also just love, love, love Ludington State Park mm-hmm. for all eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Man, I can't believe you didn't say Yosemite or Half Dome. Oh, I haven't been there. <clears throat> I would so I need be, to go there. I would want to be one at the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian? I'm pretty sure there's rangers there because I'm sneaky <laughs> and there's lots of cool stuff. <laughs> okay, you can be a ranger pu- at the it's Smithsonian. It's public land and it's all free. I think it technically falls into that. Don't fact check me on that, though. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend it's true, even if it's not. There's also, like, anywhere there's sequoias. I'd be on top of that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Redwood yeah. National Forest. Yeah, up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. So um, we talked a lot mm-hmm. Oh, no, during this movie of how, why 90s action movies are so good. Oh, yeah, we did. So let's hit that. Like, why are 90s action mm-hmm. movies so good? Terminator 2. Oh, don't you started with that one? I'm just I'm I was just gonna list some that like stand out to okay. me. Okay. Um what you just listed goes against what I'm about to say. <laughs> okay, okay, but forget the that. First thing that. that pops into my mind is like very little special effects. Mm-hmm. But I mean or if they're effects, it's practical effects. Right. Very little CGI. And T two, when you look at it, especially by today's standards, didn't have that much CGI. That's true. The CGI it had, it was sparingly used and it was very effectively used. Uh, but otherwise, it was mostly practical. Practical yeah. effects are the bomb, as they say in the nineties. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. What that about joke you? Joke killed. Mm, thank um, you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Really exploded. <laughs> practical effects all the way. I was thinking like Ugh. they're so good because they had to overcome mm. a lack, mm-hmm. right? Like they yeah. couldn't just like you know Steven Spielberg. Like he had Jaws, an idea yeah. of what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And they had to make it happen with what they could, with what they had. Mm-hmm. And now I just wonder, um, do we have too much? It, does there need to be like? Um, You're not allowing you people to like use their imaginations yeah. when they watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. like things can yeah. come easier yeah. now, and it's not the same amount of work and effort mm-hmm. and building that goes into it, perhaps. Yeah. And there are like, there. I think it was like kid in a candy store for a while. Like there, it was just, oh, we could do anything we can imagine, and True. so we tried. And a lot, you see a lot of filmmakers nowadays, too. Like, they're kind of hinting back to that and missing that. And so they'll do less is more and more strategically use some of the CGI effects and stuff. But the 90s were great because you didn't have to make that call, really. Yeah. It was out of the, either out of the budget, like, too high, or or it's just there's this rich... You I think you... It still exists, but you had such a like a like an ecosystem for it all the stunt people and all the wealth of experience they had and the pyrotechnics and all that stuff. It was just so, it exists now, I'm sure. But like, I can only imagine just it's gone down. It's become more specialized since, you know, CGI came out. Yeah. And included in the list would be like puppeteering. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. like, that's one thing I love about the Star Wars movies is that so many of the droids are like yeah. real People. Like really built in there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, totally. I'm a practical effects person all the way. Yeah. I, I realized it with this movie. Yeah. It's I I'm that first. And then you can like use CGI. Finesse. Yeah. Finesse. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Chris Nolan does. Like he'll, 
he doesn't he famously doesn't use cgi but he'll like use it to touch things up in editing like if something's wonky if i recall correctly Hmm. which is kind of a cool i've really enjoyed his films yeah for sure i could digress that's why 90s films action films especially are amazing and uh yeah that's kind of also the reason why i just wanted to show you when we started this, I would mention Stallone movies and you would give me like the same look you give me when I mentioned Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and I'm like, obviously, you haven't seen Stallone films because they're just fun. You watch them and they're just fun to watch. That's true. I'm seeing that. So you're welcome. Rambo. Yeah. Rambo really may help me turn a corner. There. I'm telling you, Rambo is a good gateway drug for, for <laughs> Stallone. It's, he's a good gateway. So... um Speaking of Rambo, because that's such a deep film, what, if any, messages do you think were in this film? Ooh, this film has a lot of layers. Mm-hmm. Lots of layers. Um, I, I'm just going to stick with the whole, like, friendship. I mean, they, in the end, it's the three friends together on top mm-hmm. of the mountain that, like, overcame and won. And Stallone had, like, abandoned them in his grief. Mm-hmm. Um but that wasn't like that needed to be fixed and like reconciled. Yeah. And what better place to reconcile than on the side of a mountain? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is a place where you can have a stillness and a space, headspace, and be surrounded by beautiful nature. Maybe that's why people do it. Might be. So what about you? Any messages that you want to highlight? Um, the message for this movie is uh <laughs> it's just surprising, surprising. Stallone's biceps can take you <laughs> to the height of action adventure. That's the message of this film. Yes, yes. So if you haven't already, you should pump yourself up, do a couple like barbells, you know, like get those biceps, the blood fluid and check this one out. I agree. That's yeah, a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>